This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday the 19th of April. In your sport today, Easter Monday miracles in the footy. Tyler Wright wins at Bells Beach. A photo finish at the stall gift. And a marathon runner making it look easy. This is your sport today. It feels like forever since we last spoke to you, but we're back after the Easter break. Uh, we're going to start with some footy because there were two Easter Monday upsets yesterday. In the NRL, the West Tigers got their first win of the season in a thrilling 21-20 win over the Eels. Gabs, I feel like I can speak for most Tigers fans that it was both awesome and excruciating at the end. <laughs> I'm very happy for you, Fez. This was a true <laughs> Easter miracle, and it came down to a field goal from your recruit Jackson Hastings to win it on the last play of the game. Now, this really was a huge result for the Tigers. So they came into the match in last place on the NRL ladder with no wins and five losses, and they were up against a Parramatta team that had lost just once and was playing in front of a huge home crowd. The Tigers, well, they shuffled their team a little bit and that made Hastings the halfback and the dominant playmaker and it worked, Fez. The Tigers, they scored more tries than they had in the three previous weeks combined. They led from start to finish, and it might just ease the pressure on coach Michael Maguire. He has copped a lot of heat for the Tigers' poor start to the year. Yeah, he was pretty calm after the match, but he was ecstatic <laughs> like all us Tigers fans after the field goal went through. Uh, so while that was happening at a sold-out Combank Stadium in Parramatta at the MCG, the Hawks upset the Cats by 12 points. I really do need a second TV here. Uh, this is one of the great rivalries in the AFL, and we got another brilliant game yesterday. So with a few minutes to go, both teams were in it, but a goal by Mitch Lewis sealed the win for the Hawks, and that win now puts them level on points with the Cats and, importantly, inside the top eight. So the big talking point from this game is the ongoing crackdown on umpire descent. Now, this was brought in before the season, and yesterday, Hawks star Tom Mitchell, he conceded a 50-metre penalty for gesturing towards the big screen after an umpire's decision. Now, Fez, the issue here is that players like Hawks defender James Sisley, they just aren't exactly sure what constitutes dissent. Yeah, and AFL great Gary Lyon has called it a crisis and something the league needs to address immediately. Uh, Cabs, you got to get the split screen action going <laughs> so you can watch all the games. I've put links to both highlights in the show notes. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by the Footy Live app. Download that for your AFL news, scores and stats. Which team leads the head-to-head record between the Hawks and the Cats? Give us a clue, Gabs. Well, I can tell you that yesterday's result made it 92-70. to 70. Six, but I won't say which way. Okay, find out the answer at the end of the show. There was heaps of sport on the weekend. Too much to rattle off every result, but one big one was Aussie surfer Tyler Wright winning at Bells Beach for the very first time. 
Yeah, she sure did, Fez. And right, she's a two-time world champion, but she says that winning at Bells Beach was a dream come true, and it was really the only event that she wanted to win. So right, she beat Carissa Moore in the final, which was pretty special in itself because Moore had actually beaten Wright in back-to-back Bells Beach finals back in 2013 and 2014. Now, it has been a full-on four years for Wright. She missed two years of surfing because of an illness called post-viral syndrome. Now, the way she explains it is when her heart rate spikes, her ovaries cramp up and she suffers severe pain all over her body. She says that she wanted to quit a few times but is now over the moon with the win. Yeah, she says the fight has been relit now. Uh, Brazilian Felipe Toledo won the men's event. He beat new Aussie number one Callum Robson in the final. Robson, he knocked out Mick Fanning in his one-off comeback to surfing. One of the great Easter sporting traditions here in Australia is the running of the stall gift. It's an old school handicap dash on lush green grass in country Victoria. Gabs, it was a photo finish in the women's race. Yeah, I think I would have needed an 80-metre head start for this one. Uh, But this was as close to a dead heat as they come. So Queenslander Carla Bull, she ended up winning the women's gift in a time of 13.77 seconds, fractionally ahead of second and third in one of the closest finishes of all time. Now, the stall gift, it's a handicap 120-metre race, and what that means is the runners are staggered based on previous races to make it as even as possible. Bull, she started on a 6-metre mark, which meant she only had to sprint 114 metres. Men's winner Harrison Kerr, he won off a 9.25-metre mark, and the maximum there is 10 metres. Kerr, he's a university student, and he won in a time of 11.85 seconds, which is the fastest time in 27 years. Yep, that's seriously quick. Uh, Both Bull and Kerr took home $40,000 for winning. I'll put a link to both races in the episode notes for you to check out. The NBA playoffs started on the weekend and we've already seen one wild finish. That was in the game between Boston and Brooklyn when Celtics player Jason Tatum beat the buzzer to win the game by just a point. But Gabs, that wasn't the big story in that one. No, this was only game one of their first round series, but it really did feel like game seven of the finals. And a lot of that energy came from Brooklyn's Kyrie Irving and his ongoing battle with the Boston crowd. Now, Irving, he actually played a couple of seasons with the Celtics, but he didn't leave on the best terms. And the fans, they haven't forgotten, and they were at him all game. Irving, though, did not ignore them. He flipped the bird not once, but twice to the fans and said he was dishing out the same energy that they were giving to him. Now, it's not the first time he's done something like this, so he might expect a fine. Yeah, the fans want to be careful because Irving did score 39 points with that (laughs) same energy. Uh, Game two is on Thursday, and I've popped a link to that wild finish in the episode notes. Let's go to some football news now because Liverpool is into another final. They'll play Chelsea in the FA Cup final next month. And if they win that one, Gabs, they'll be on track to do something no English team has ever done before. There is a chance that Liverpool can win the big four titles this season. And as you said, no English team has ever done the quadruple. So they beat Chelsea to win the Carabao Cup on penalties earlier in the year. They're in the final four of the Champions League. They sit second in the Premier League and they're now in the FA Cup final. That's because they beat Manchester City, the team above them in the EPL by just one point, 
3-2 over the weekend. So they are a chance to win that trophy for the first time since the 2005-2006 season. Yep, and they'll play Chelsea, who beat Crystal Palace 2-0 in the other semi-final. This will be the third year in a row they've been in the final, but they lost the other two. If you're feeling a bit lazy after a weekend eating chocolate and hot cross buns, uh, I know I'm in that category, this story will really rub it in. Marika Yegeta turns 64 next month, and she just finished her 115th marathon this morning. Uh, that's about 4,830 <laughs> kilometres, which is way more than I have <laughs> ever done. So it turns out Yugeta is a freak, and I'm saying that in the nicest way possible. The Japanese teacher, she did her first marathon back in 1982, and she did it in a slower time than what she did today at the Boston Marathon. She was hoping to run it in under three hours, but she finished in a time of three hours, seven minutes, and 38 seconds. That's not bad at all considering she's got a really sore knee and had only one day to recover from her flight from Japan. It's incredible stuff. Uh, <laughs> you get her still holds the world record as the only woman over 60 to complete a marathon in under three hours. I've put the full results of today's Boston Marathon in the episode notes if you want to check it out. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye, what's coming up. Gabs, it's another big day of NBA playoffs, but you're looking ahead to tomorrow morning. Yeah, with the NBA, it is the Warriors against the Nuggets. You can catch that on ESPN and KO from midday. But the big one is in the EPL tomorrow, Liverpool against Manchester United. That is the rivalry of all rivalries in English football. That's on Optus Sport from 5am. If you're up early, make sure you tune in. Yep, I've been to one of those games. It is hectic. Uh, <laughs> as for today's trivia question brought to you by the Footy Live app, who leads the head-to-head record between the Hawks and the Cats? Gabs, who is it? Well, they lost yesterday, Fez, but it's the Cats who lead the head-to-head record. Yep, it is the Cats on top. Uh, all right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and we'll catch you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.